Hello, everyone. My name is Devin Ramsey. I'm from the North Jersey Jack and Joe chapter, and I'm so excited today to talk about financial literacy in college with the one and only Alan Williams. How are you doing today, Alan? I'm doing well. How are you? I myself am also in love with the chapter. I'm currently a second year at Stanford University, so I'm very excited to talk about this topic. Stanford, wow, look at you. That's super cool, Alan. So I guess for my first question, we'll start off a little light today. Would you consider yourself more of a, a spender or, or a saver? And how does that kind of uh, affect you? I would say, I feel like I am a spender, but I have been coming to college, I've tried to balance both. Like whenever I have, because I work, I do work sitting here on campus as well as also jobs that I take up um relating to like research as well as just like programs and big programs that I participate in I usually take I usually always at least put half into savings before I spend because I think having the discipline to save is very important while being while being in college because for first of all it allows you to have emergency funds but also it allows you to possibly save for something you want even greater than something that's like a frivolous in the moment type of spending. Right. Okay. Awesome. And so like, if it's not too personal, like how do you like typically spend your disposable income? I would say primarily on food. I think um, our dining halls are sometimes okay at best. So sometimes I just, like, sometimes we're just like, oh, this day is not, like I, it's been a long day. I need something better than dining hall food. DoorDash, Uber Eats, I would right. say that. As well as also, it's so easy to just buy clothes without realizing like how much you're buying. Because especially now with like internet shopping, you don't re like not having to physically be there and carry out the clothes. You just you just like just go through put things items in your cart and just sweat and and just like let the transaction go through. So it's say usually about food. Clothing, but I, not so much clothing now because I feel like I have enough. But yeah, I completely feel that. I'm not even in college yet, and I still feel that. Uh, so I guess like to move back a little bit, uh, since I know you're in college now, but just like from before when you were like for first kind of starting to prepare to go to college, like what were some kind of steps you took and like the thoughts you had about how to be prepared and comfortable financially, uh, like when you were moving up. I would say scholarships, a lot of, I applied to a lot of, especially smaller scholarships because those are easier to win because they're less competitive, as well as those could go towards funds, like, especially going from coast to coast, it is a huge expense, like, because there's always the added factor of a plane ticket, of a plane, I have to get a plane ticket in order for me to go home, I don't, I can't just, well, I could just drive, but that's three days of my life that I, I'm not going to drive for, but I would say that as well as uh, and so that summer. So my senior year, I was applying to a lot of scholarships as well, a lot of like academic slash merit based scholarships, as well as also I worked that whole summer working. I had fun that summer, but I was working forty hours to ensure that I would have enough money set up for myself in order to, because especially with moving in as a freshman, it it is a huge upfront cost. You have to furnish a room, you have to buy bedding. And that you have to buy bedding, you have to buy, you have to bring, you have to pay for the suitcases to bring them across campus. There's a lot of things, toiletries. Like I remember, uh, like we we probably like one of those little hair baskets at Target. 
it cost, we had over $400 worth of items in it. Oh, even wow. though it was just a hair basket. It wasn't even a cart. Then I think the biggest item we bought probably was a Clorox wipes, but like soap, like medicine, all these things, they just add yeah. up and you don't even realize it. So I think like like working beforehand and applying for academic based scholarships that are were smaller allowed me to be able to like fund furnishing my space as well as also live out the first year on campus because as a freshman it's harder for you to gain like experience like for you a lot of the experiences that you are able to like partake in re relating to like professional experience ex professional experience or development traditionally will be unpaid because you don't necessarily have a skill set right uh, yeah. right and i that's it's great that you say that I had a follow-up question, but like something you said just kind of stood out to me. You said like when you were like putting the stuff in the target basket, like all those things add up and you don't even realize it. And I think that's kind of something that really affects like a lot of like students in general that like when you kind of get lost in like, like in the, like buying stuff, uh, like especially when you start going to college, you start buying stuff, you don't really realize like how much you're spending until it's kind of too late. So like just for you, it like in your personal experience, how would you approach kind of being able to control that that spending and to like control that uh that ability to kind of stay in your stay in your lane for me i would say like first of all with every check paycheck i receive putting it into savings but adding the discipline to put it into savings as well put it into savings that is a discipline that's like you could put it in savings one day and the next day take it out but having the discipline to put it into savings or if you're taking it out from savings like usually like with my app like you have to put like you can put a reason in and i always put a reason hold yourself accountable of what why you're taking out are you taking out money from your savings to eat because there's no food available are you taking out this because are you taking out um are you taking it out just because oh you want there's new shoes dropped at five o'clock shoes dropped at five o'clock and if you don't take it out with at like 4 30 you won't be able to buy the shoes and even though you already have like a, a rack full of shoes like i think recognizing what you're spending i would say also is important like withholding myself accountable with my spending and i still mess up here and there but i think like as well as I try now to look at experiences now, especially like experiences like my friends and I, like we went to um like Tahoe and those things. Like I think and having those memories were worth it. So I think really thinking about is it worth it in the long run as well as also do you thinking in long term stances when you make purchases because like will it be worth it? as well as also like i always try if i'm thinking about something for like a good week like like i'm like oh i really want to do this or i really want i really want to go to i'll just example like tahoe or i really want to go buy these pair of like jeans or something like that if i'm still thinking about it or i'm not replacing like for example with my clothing like i'm not taking something out and donating it to, and it's being replaced i try not to spend it as well as also if I'm as well as also with experiences if it is something I believe is worthwhile as well as something I feel like that I feel like is beneficial I'll, I'll I will spend but if I 
if but if for some like if I'm like oh I don't really want to get rid of anything, I typically don't. I try my best not to spend on to buy it because it's not worth it in the end for me. All right. Thank you. Like holding yourself accountable, that's like a really important and like frankly essential skill in like going to college. So thank you for saying that. So and just I'm just curious, like what kind of tools do like if you do like what tools do you use like like apps or anything to like manage your cash flow? I would say, I would say just my bank, personally my banking app. I know people like my dad. He likes to write down every single every single purchase. And like wait for the monthly statement and like verify like that type of process is very traditional old school. I I'm now getting into the habit of checking my bank app because I know people my age they don't they just swipe they're not gonna look at it they're not gonna look at the bank app until they get a, a low balance alert which is honestly that and I because I think before when I was not checking my app I was until like I was getting a low balance alert or like. Or I was getting a text from my parents being like, why, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I would say I was just, you know, I would just spend, like, if I made, like, if I got paid $300, like, in the beginning of freshman year, like, if I got paid $300 for work I was doing, 250 was on Friday. If I got paid $300 on Friday, by Sunday, I only had $50 left because it was just so, like, instantaneously. But I think really logging in, logging in and looking at the purchases that you're spending, and I'm just always constantly looking at your bank app to see what you're spending or like if you have like monthly subscriptions, what's being taken out because it's easy to forget about monthly subscriptions because you can like sign up for a free trial and forget about it. Easily. So I would say that I know some people use, um, what is that financial app? There's, there's one financial app that I know a lot of my friends use. I I just like to just stick to like looking at my app because that's and I and I don't use, personally use my credit card as well. Like I know people like people do that with checking for points and I recommend it. But I think with using with like I think looking within your apps and looking at what you're spending and if you're transferring money, where is it going towards and keeping notes for you to keep track of them is my way of like keep being able to hold myself being able to look at what I'm spending. Right. Thank you. Like, I think I need to hear that personally because like Spotify is like killing my bank account every single month. And so I think if it's worth it, but if it's worth it, that's the thing. I think that's what's important. It's like if having music is essential to you, like being able to live every day, like like having Spotify premium essential to living your day daily, I think it's worth like that it's worth it. Or like, for example, like I don't really... Like I had Disney Plus during the pandemic because it was like because it, where everyone was annoyed with that, but now I haven't really been using it, so I like just got rid of it. Because mm -hmm. like if it's not serving a purpose, then it's not necessarily needed. But so I think, but I do think like subscriptions, even if it kills, if it's something that gets you through like your daily life and your routine, then it's worth it. Yeah, I use Spotify like every single day. So yeah. I, I think it's really great that you're saying to like be honest with yourself because like and like I'm glad that you said like you got rid of like Disney Plus because it wasn't like it wasn't really doing anything for you anymore and you were able to kind of take that step and to get rid of it so because my friends were using it I wasn't using it <laughs>
my friends were using it. I, I never really logged in. They, they were using my login. I didn't even know. Oh, they're mooching off of you. So, yeah, it's all good. But I didn't even, I forgot I had the. Okay. And that's, so just to go back a little bit uh, to what you were saying before, you said you got a lot of scholarships. So do you have any like good advice on how to find scholarships? Like for a high school, maybe senior or, ju or junior that's looking to start early? Yes, I would say look. I would say like the best way I started looking at my county, looking at count what's available within the county, like living type in whatever county you live in, scholarship next to it and find those and then you find ones and then from there find like interest based like I am black or whatever. So looking at black scholarships, looking at also fields that you're interested. Like if you're like look at demographic based ones, like if you're people that are women, like those ones are women in STEM or and cause they cause there's very unique scholarships. There's some that are bait like that are ba like I know there's one based off of height. Like there's scholarships, there's there's like a height based option. Like there's so many that exist and I think like I know I forgot the Shark Tank. This was there's one someone built an app on Shark Tank about like scholar about like all the scholarships that exist. Like if you type in your demographic like information. But I would say Google like your county, your state, and then or in within your city as well. And then look at also identities that you hold or your passions or things that you've done in high school that coincide with a scholarship. Because sometimes, well, well, I don't, I don't think I should say, but I was saying, because sometimes there's some people that like necessarily, like they did it in high school, but they're no longer passionate, but it still fulfills like what the scholarship talking about. So I think sometimes with that, being mindful of those things and I also recommend, and like, so that's how I was able to find a lot and apply to, because also they ask similar prompts. So it's very easy to just like rework the essays because you, as a high school senior, you have so many essays based about yourself, like your writing. So one of them is bound to work. So we use that in order to apply to as many as possible. So that's, that's why I recommend, recommend and specifically with merit-based ones, as like specifically with merit, relating to merit-based ones and academic ones. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. And so do you have, like, I'm just curious, do you have any experience or expertise in investing? And if so, can you tell us about it? Well, I have done right bit of, like, I have ex done investment experience. I I'm not like I've not I've done research but I'm not like crazy investor I I have done very safe stocks personally something I'm not like about volatility about making eight thousand dollars in one day and cashing it out before this before this like I've been very invest in very safe things and like and so I think that it's it part of college so many people I met in college do it and I think yes the knowledge and also I believe that the knowledge around how to invest is also gate kept but I do think that it is important and it's a part of our it's a part of like it's a part of being an adult I believe especially one that is college edu like college educated I think it's important 
important in order to establish yourself as well, especially being black, like for me being black as well as being, like being from being black as well as, I think that it's important to learn about how there's the tools that exist in order to get ahead. Right. So I have minor experience, but I'm not like checking the stock, stock market every day. Figure, oh, I do check it every day, but I'm not checking to in order to skew the market in a way that maximizes the most return for myself. I'm about long-term safe investments. Okay. Yep, got it. So how would you say your like attitude, feelings, and like practices towards finances have changed since you're since you were in high school? I would say in high school I was like a little more adverse because I was didn't I felt like I knew about um investment as well as like the realm around financial planning, but I didn't feel like I knew enough. Like I know knew a lot. Like my dad had worked for banks in the past and I think like I understood like terms more than others but I didn't like feel like oh I should be doing it because I felt like I didn't know enough but then I was like that's just an excuse so just learn <laughs> just learn in order to better support yourself and have an understanding of the world so I would say um now I'm more like now I am like more interested and invest and actually invested in um the finance investment world and not and not as intimidated as I felt like I used to be in high school I felt like it was just very like this in the sense like mystical world that like I that like was far removed a little removed from me right that's awesome I know I personally really want to get like more into that as I grow up because it's super beneficial just to have that knowledge and to know kind of like what you're getting into with finances and investment and all that. So thank you for saying that. Uh, so besides like food and clothing, uh, where do college students spend most of their money? I would say on experiences as well. Mm -hmm. I would say like, for example, like if, like, like if there is, events that happen off campus, people, oh, for my campus specifically, because we are in, we're not in necessarily a city environment, Uber, like for example, tra transportation, transportation is another cost. So I'd say like tying back to experiences, traveling to, in order to get to events in different spaces. I think that's, a, that's where a lot of money goes towards, I think, a lot of money also can go towards other things that um like for that relate to the college experience i think that's where and so i think those are the two areas like events and other activities are where money goes to got it awesome and so uh just a few just a few more questions uh, i know i kept you a little long but would you so are there any like financial mistakes that you've had along the way that you'd want to share about? Yes, I would say about spending. It's very, again, like I would sometimes get paid on a Friday, $300, and then would only have 20, at best $50 left by Monday. And I would have to wait until the following week in order to like survive, like survive off of $50 
the following week. It's very easy to just, so I'd say those were a mistake of just like in the weekend, just going through, buying this, paying that, paying that bill, doing all of this and like basically setting myself up to like, and also at the same time, spending or taking money out of my savings and being like, when I get paid, it'll be all fixed. It'll be all fixed when I get paid. All, all that's fine. And then when I get paid, putting everything, putting all the money to where I took out from my savings as well as put like put on a credit card and just paying off everything and then having zero like forty dollars for disposable income after just like it is said spending like the week leading up to getting paid just spending it spending wherever I can because I know oh I'll be paid and it'll work out. I think that was the big mistake I made. I'm better about it now. I do try to limit my like I like depending on how much I'm getting paid for whatever if I'm doing like related to research or jobs that I'm doing, like jobs that I'm doing extracurricularly that I get paid for, I to I like always put money as I always first put money aside now than I did freshman year as well as also budget how I'm spending per day. Like if I I know personally I spend more on the weekends than the weekday because I'm more free. So therefore, there's like, oh, let's go to San Francisco and all these different things. So I'd say now I'm better with just budgeting. Like, oh, if I'm going to spend, I'm only going to spend this much this weekend, and then this much for the week, and this much for next week, and then therefore, like, I'm not like scrounging before I am being paid. Like, I'm not just like living check to check, which is very easy for college students and Americans in general to. When you just plan, when you're planning your life around, oh, Friday, Thursday, whenever the day people get paid, different people, when people get paid around, like just scheduling your life around that unhealthily, and therefore you're left with no disposable income. Right. Okay. Awesome. And so, final question: what What advice like would you share with a high school senior like me? as I'm kind of thinking about how to plan for my financial life at college. So like, what's like the big takeaway? I would say, I would say there's two parts of it. I would say save as you, I would say save, but as well as also spend, spending's also part of life. Like I, I would say, Spending is a part of life, but also at the um, same time, you want to build a foundation for yourself. Like, I think, like, I, a lot of my friends were like, oh, I can't spend, I don't want to spend money. Like, like having that fearful, like, ha having a fear around money, which is, depending on people's circumstances, is natural. But I also think that spending is a part of our life, or, or is a part of our lives. You have to in order to survive. There's always a cost to everything. Everything, your time, even at the cost. So I'd say, um, then spend what what you believe will benefit your college experience, like that will that will benefit your college experience, but at the same time save, for, save for not just emergencies, but save for fight save and also set financial goals save for yourself as well as also create financial goals for yourself because and clear financial goals because i think like oh i 
want to have more money, something like that. That's not a financial goal. That's that's just uh, that's just not something tangible or saying like, oh, I want to have a thousand dollars in my bank account by October first, and creating that action plan in order for you to get that money. Mm-hmm. I would say that's a financial goal. I think that's very essential as well as also um giving yourself a leniency to spend because it is an experience it's a part of of experience and i don't i think it's a part of the college chance of just life in general as well as also positive as well as also save in order to have a foundation so those are the three things i'd recommend to keep the college people going into college all right great thank you so much for all the advice you've given for everything you've said I really appreciate your perspective and like what you've given today. Thank you so much for coming Thank on out. Thank you so much for having me. Very fun. Yeah. So that'll be it for this episode. See you guys next time. Thank you.